0: Welcome back to Africa Science Focus, the weekly science and development show from SciDev.net. I'm Halima Athmani. In this episode, we look at one of Africa's most neglected tropical diseases, where treatments have in short supply, even though it blights the lives of tens of millions of women and girls across the continent. I'm talking about female genital schistosomiasis, or FGS for short, and it's having a profound effect on African society. Dr. Tijani Salami, a physician and sexual reproductive health expert, as well as founder of the Sisters Caregivers Project Initiative in Nigeria, talks to our reporter, Michael Kaloki, about a disease which affects an estimated 50 million women and girls across the continent. FGS is a form of the tropical disease schistosomiasis, also known as snail fever, because the parasites that cause it are released by freshwater snails. According to the World Health Organization, well over 200 million people required preventive treatment for schistosomiasis in 2019. Whilst schistosomiasis has been recorded in 78 countries, 90% of those requiring medical care live in poor rural communities in Africa where there is a lot of misconceptions surrounding the disease, even among healthcare workers.
1: Schistosomiasis that affect uh, female, urethra and then the genital system. We have schistosomiasis that affect uh, everyone, affect male, But female schizomiasis affects the genitals. It affects the reproductive organ and also affects the the genital organ. So that is what we mean by female genital schizomiasis.
2: Dr. Salami, how is it diagnosed and what are the prevention measures, if any?
1: Yes. Actually, female genital schizomiasis is highly overlooked and a neglected disease. I say highly overlooked because even in medical school, it is not taught. When any time schizomiasis is being taught in a medical school, where medical doctors or health professionals have been trained, uh, it is the male schizomiasis that is emphasized on. You cannot go back to any school uh, curriculum, any medical school training curriculum where female genital schizomiasis is mentioned. So that affects the reporting, the research, and the diagnosis. So, as it is now, diagnosis is, is not uh, something that has been really worked on for now. So, what we do now is presumptive diagnosis. We look at the symptoms, look at the symptoms, evaluate the patient, and then uh, have a high prediction that oh, this patient is uh, suffering from female genital sclerosis. Although, now, the WHO have come out with an atlas of diagnosis. The atlas of the diagnosis is that you are expected to inspect the vulva inspect the vagina area of the patient of the female look at the vulva and look at the service and there is an atlas there are pictures but in this case when there is a schizomiasis infection there are patches you are going to see by the time you inspect the vulva the vagina area or the service so you are going to see some patches and those patches have some resemblance for, for what we are going to see in the atlas that the WHO give. So every health professional use that atlas to diagnose a uh, female genital schizomiasis.
2: You know, what are the prevention measures, if any?
1: We need to be, to understand that this disease is not a sexually transmitted disease because people that will be hearing when you talk of the productive uh, organ and others so their mind may be shifted that oh, it is sexually transmitted it is six uh, female genital schizomiasis is never a sexually transmitted disease. it is acquired when a woman is exposed to water to water body fresh water body that carries the the parasite of the schizosoma as the woman gets to fetch water or as the woman is washing uh doing a house cures If he's using fresh water that has not been that has not been treated, so and the parasite is there. The parasite penetrates into the skin, and then uh, from there it goes to the to the urethra and genital area, and then uh, causes damage in those areas. Prevention now is to be able to provide potable uh, and clean water, treated water. Once the water is treated, whether you are using it for bathing, you are using it for cooking, you are are using it for, for washing. So, and the woman will not be exposed to the parasite. So the prevention is to is provision of potable and treated water for, for women.
2: Why is it categorized as a neglected tropical disease?
1: Neglected tropical diseases are diseases that are not getting attention because it affects the poor. There are about group of 20 diseases by WHO, by World Health Organization, that is in this category, and the female genital schizomiasis is one of them. It's neglected among neglected tropical disease. When I mean what I mean is that schizomiasis is classified as a neglected tropical disease broadly. But when government want to, to, to intervene have all the intervention that has been going on, it will be targeted for male genital schizomiasis in terms of research in terms of diagnosis, in terms of treatment. Nobody talks of a female genital susomiasis. So, among even the neglected tropical disease, it is also neglected. Among, it's highly overlooked. Why do you think
2: no one is talking about it?
1: Yes, I think it, it it's all about inequalities of genders you know, and then lack of uh, funding of... Uh, you see, because of the symptoms it presents, we have some other... We have women... Uh, that are coming with uh, such symptoms that look similar like other disease. For example, symptoms of a vaginal itching or vaginal discharge, blood in the urine. Any, any physician or any health personnel, we think of pelvic inflammatory disease. That is what has been taking people's attention from uh, the female genital schistosomiasis, So, his ability to know, to be able to know that this one is not a, a, a pelvic inflammatory disease, this is female genital schistosomiasis. That is, is the knowledge.
2: So, basically, uh, Dr. Salami, what you're saying is that uh, it could be sometimes uh, misdiagnosed as another condition.
1: Very well. It's, it's highly misdiagnosed to, to be pelvic inflammatory disease. Because they, the symptoms are common.
0: Yeah. FGS itself is often misdiagnosed as a sexually transmitted disease. And of course, there is always a stigma that goes with that. As such, treatment for the disease is in short supply. And one of the big worries about FGS is that it makes women more likely to catch HIV. That's because it causes open-source inflammation, and exposure to blood, giving easy access for any virus to enter the body. As a result, women and girls with FGS are up to three times more likely to acquire HIV, according to the nonprofit SCI Foundation. It means that Doctors and healthcare officials often lump FGS and HIV together when putting together action plans. But that is a problem, according to Dr. Ibrahim Rabiu, president of the Female Genital Schistosomiasis of Nigeria and lecturer at Gombe State University. He believes this approach could be spreading confusion among the public.
2: Could you tell me a little bit more about the stigma associated with this disease? Uh, if you look at FGS, the
3: clinical presentation is just like that of a uh, sexually transmitted diseases. And you know how you know, the, you know how the society look at those that have such you know diseases. So, the the, the FGS is not known among the public, it's not among the doctors. So, once girls and women presented with such you Know they will think that okay, this girl is promiscuous, even among married women. This okay, they may be these uh, married woman is involved in uh, extramarital activities. Not know that this is not sexually transmitted diseases, it's uh FGS, which is not transmitted through sex. So, this one gives you know, you know, uh, you know, give stigma to those that have it. Not only that, uh, marital discord. You know, to arise from it because uh, you know, you know, they can't explain how come about this. So it's a you know, the stigma start is a problem giving the girls and the women a kind of depression and isolation. So we need with time with you know with awareness creation, you know, we we hope to you know reduce this stigma and uh, you know look at it the way it is, not STI.
2: What is the prevalence of this disease in
3: Nigeria? It's an imagine public health that affect 50 million girls and women in sub-Saharan Africa. It is a neglected gynecological disease that affect up to 70% of women affected with isosomiasis. And we all know Nigeria was ranked first in 2015 as had the highest prevalence of isosomiasis in Africa. And it is endemic in most of the communities in Nigeria. So, we don't have any documented uh, uh, evidence, but then if you look at it, there's no communities in Nigeria that not have a And as I said, seven, uh, 7 out of 10 women infected with schistosomiasis has a FGA. So, it's a problem in Nigeria. From the few studies I've seen, it has a problem, and then from the study i been conducting, it's a problem that uh, you know we need to come together and do prevalent study to actually know the the, uh, the FGS body in Nigeria.
0: As we've heard, research into FGS is sparse, but data is slowly being gathered. Younger girls showed higher prevalence, whilst older women showed a pattern for cultivating cervical lesions early after infection as a result of shedding fewer eggs.
2: What measures can be put in place in Nigeria and the rest of sub-Saharan Africa to effectively manage the disease.
3: Uh, currently, you know, as I said, it's an emerging public health problem and even the awareness is too low. So, and uh, the measure we are hoping to put in place, because as I'm talking to you now, we are with the uh, Federal Ministry of Health and also Federal Ministry of Education. The measure we need to do is that, first and foremost, we need to conduct, uh, at which we have started, at a larger scale, a research to know the prevalence, to know the burden of FGS in Nigeria. Not only that, we need to build the capacity building of the health workers down to a community uh, level, which we have, we have started in a in smaller scale. And also not only that, we need to continue creating awareness using you know, available means, IEC, you know, information, commun- uh, education, communication uh, tools, to reach out to, you know, the community people that look, this is not STI, you know, it can be cured. And also, we need to also develop and then validate a simple diagnostic tool that can be used at point of care. And then availability of a is a problem, even within the mass drug administration. So we need to reach out to people to get this thing available all the time to treat FGS.
2: Doctor, what do you think are the consequences of neglecting this disease in Nigeria and to a wider extent sub-Saharan Africa?
3: Yes, uh, the consequences of neglecting this disease are many. It can be classified into medical consequences and social consequences. Of course, one of the medical consequences is that it leads to bleeding through inter- uh, intercourse, sexual intercourse. It can cause infertility and subfertility. It can lead to abortion and atopic pregnancy. You know, it can lead to involuntary urination when coughing, laughing, or even jumping. It, has, it can lead to genital ulcers and the risk for uh, HIV and uh, human uh, it, it can, that's the human virus infections. That's the, the medical aspect. The social aspect, as I said, there is social stigma attached to it and embarrassment because it has the same presentation with uh, sexually transmitted disease. And those affected try to isolate themselves and then fear of losing social networking. And uh, you, they, they come up with a depression and feeling of shame.
0: If you want to find out more, head to the side.net website. That's www.scidev.net. Today's show was produced by Harrison Lewis with editing by Ogechi Ekanyuanu and reporting by Michael Kaloki. I'm Halima Fmani. Until next time, goodbye. Africa Science Focus is produced by sidev.net and distributed in association with your local radio station.